Todd Moss. Today we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. All right, we are honoring two mustaches today. I want to honor the great Michael Gross, who all of us know from uh, the sitcom he was in, and also Tony Hinaro, uh, uh, an actor from New Mexico that is in the, both of these gentlemen are in the movie Tremors. Featuring the great Kevin Bacon and a bunch of other pretty awesome people yeah. that we will talk about very soon. And you know what's great about this movie is that it didn't do great. It was a great showing of what rental was going to be like. You know, going to the rental store and going to your Blockbuster, your Video Central, Hollywood Video, all of those. And getting yourself a freaking movie because this movie just exploded after that. Kevin Bacon said no to a sequel because... He saw how the box office numbers did and didn't account for how popular it got on VHS. And when he saw how much money the sequel meant, uh, I mean, how much the sequel made, he was uh, not happy about it because he would have had quite a paycheck if he had only stuck through. So if you want to just grab your cowboy hats, grab your cowboy boots, get a bunch of freaking rifles, stay off the ground, um, holler out, fuck you, and play that shit theme song. It's the Mustachio Podcast, we're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home. Navigating the legendary hairy upper lips, it's the Mustachio Podcast, All right, what is up? This is your host of the Mustachio Podcastio, Daniel Segura. And today we are honored to have once again my older brother, John Segura. And uh, he's here to talk to us about Tremors. How's it going, man? You doing oh, all right? Doing great, man. <laughs> great to be back. Hello, everybody. It's good to be back. <laughs> and uh, I, I really wanted to pick a movie that did kind of have that r- the video rental store yes. feel. And I felt like this would be a great one. The fact that it's kind of a fun, it's much more fun to watch um, the movie that you were here for last. Not that fun. Yeah, no, no. But (laughs) it is kind of funny, though. I I think what really hurt this film, it was kind of marketed as kind of a horror movie. And it is really not like at Mm -hmm. all. It's essentially a buddy comedy. Um, yeah, uh, it's kind of weird that it was kind of marketed like this horror. You're watching like there is nothing scary about this. It's just hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> super weird. And I think what 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 took me aback at first because I really I now that I think about it, dude, I don't know if I'd ever seen this movie from the very beginning to the very end. Oh wow! I think I had patchworked it together because I would always run into it on TV. Yeah. Yes. And um. You know, and of course, I was a little bit too, I was a little young, so I didn't actually watch it until a couple of years after it had already been out on video. And then I would see it on video a couple of times, like maybe at a friend's house, and we were usually distracted. Yes, yeah. You know, so this was the first time, and I saw a very good, uh, 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 I don't know if it was 4K or not, but it looked cleaned on the the screen on YouTube. I rented it. And it looked amazing because I, I, if you think about it, most people when they think of Tremors, they probably think about seeing it on their CRT TVs on yeah. the VHS, VHS or some VHS, shit like all that. Grainy and everything. Yeah. 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 So it was nice to see it, and and remarkable 4K. It looks great. Even and you know, 
it's always a good testament to practical effects when they still look good and in in high quality. Yeah, and that does video. make a difference because essentially this movie is technically a B movie with some A list stars. Yeah, which is kind of weird about this kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of weird that they got him to agree to this. In the front. I always wondered what the hell did Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward and you know. Well, I guess Michael Gross, I don't know that he'd be considered a star then. He was really just off the sitcom. Yeah. But he was known. And Reba McIntyre was super known, just not in any movie or TV. Yeah, like she hadn't really acted She hadn't much, really right? acted, no. I think that was her debut in that, outside of terrible country videos. You know, so, <laughs> uh, unless you're a fan, I'm sure a lot of people are. I get it. She's super popular. But for uh, me, uh, she wasn't a Metallica, so I didn't know. Not an easy <laughs> top. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, super popular. I get it. But she would actually probably be considered the real star in that movie. Go yeah, figure. she definitely probably had a lot of, I think, and the fact that it takes place like in a sort of desert country type yeah. vibe. like I'm sure there were fans of Reba that went to go watch this movie, which is kind of hilarious. Yes, I actually agree. I think that's exactly yeah. what happened. That's so not funny. Because Kevin Bacon, I don't know if he quite had the pool yet. Not yet. I don't you think know? so. I he think was a name, but... In the 90s. Yeah, he still had a lot. I mean, let's face it. If he was as big as he eventually got, he would have never done a movie like yeah, this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's super <laughs> weird that they got these people because Fred Ward was also known quite well at this time. Yeah. He had some good movies. He had some 80s this movies. Point. Yeah. So it is kind of weird. Like they all got him on this one. Yeah. And you know, uh, what's crazy is I saw this YouTube video of Kevin Bacon and it was one of those interviews where they, they kind of break down not every movie, but yeah. some of the, the Hallmark movies that they've made and they discuss them for like a couple of minutes and tremors, uh, that like I said in the cold open, um, he absolutely loved working on the film. Yes, like he said that that Valentine character is one of his favorite characters he's ever played, I which blew it. my mind. I believe it. Um, and he's like, it was just so much fun to play that kind of guy. He's like, and I I would have came for a second one, but when I saw the box office numbers, I thought they were crazy. But then I didn't realize that there was this whole VHS yeah. rental craze, yeah. and people were gonna go and put their butts in the seat and it made a bunch of money. Uh, and I guess you know Fred, Fred Ward, Ward definitely got, benefited from it. <laughs> capitalized sure. on that shit. Yeah, Fred Ward. And uh, I think Michael Gross is in that yeah, one too. Yeah, Michael Gross. I think Michael Gross is the only one who's in all of them. Yeah, <laughs> or they, at least most of them. They're like eventually he's gonna just be like a puppet on strings. He's Pretty like seventy five yeah. years old, man. Yeah. Holy crap! I haven't seen the latest one, so you may be right. He may just be where they're just moving him like uh, Weekend at Bernie's. You know, like he's not really doing anything. They just move him scene to scene. Just put sunglasses. Yeah, on sunglasses his... on him and move him scene to scene with a gun. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would be so funny. But yes, I actually, I think what, I think the reason I always felt good about Tremors, even though I hadn't really seen it yeah. from beginning to end until now, was all the characters are so, they're so different. They all have their own personalities. They're all kind of fun. Yes. And you honestly feel kind of boned when people die throughout this movie because you're like, oh, I like that guy. Yeah. Oh, you know. I mean, you got a couple of, you know, like the construction guys. And yeah, they, they definitely have their random, like, hey, we got to get rid of we them because kill we're somebody. not. Yeah, because they're here. So, and you know, you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and there's a touch, you know, I thought they did a good job. You know, you kind of get away with gore when it's something like a creature because you yes. can make the the blood is sometimes it looks like blood and then sometimes it looks like like squash soup. Actually, sometimes it looks like the stuff I put on my toast, like some good raspberry jam. <laughs> 
like they're really good sweet kind that's kind of artificial and not really real raspberry yeah that's what's especially the construction worker one i was like yeah. oh i put that on my toast and around the end it starts to look like ap- ap- uh, yeah, apricot. like apricots yeah, yeah. they could like they ran out of red dye they're like shit let's just go with orange <laughs> yeah, this is what we got <laughs> you know yeah this is what we got we ran out of red it's expensive <laughs> But back to when you were saying about how it's kind of like a a, a buddy movie, um, I was thinking right away, Kevin Bacon looks very, very young in this yes. movie. He's yeah. got to be in his early 20s, probably. Yeah, and, or at least mid-20s anyway, for sure. And Ward looks like he's got him by like 15 years. At least, yeah. At least. Yeah. And I'm like, how did they become such close friends? Like. I kept trying to think because they never talk about how they met. No. It's not like they no. fought in the no backstory war or something. Nothing. Like, how did these two guys who are quote unquote handymen end up in a town like this? What's it called again? Perfection. Uh, perfection. Yes. So funny. Which is always ironic. That's what I love I about it. It's one of those ironic town names, <laughs> like being called paradise, and you're on the fucking desert. <laughs> you know, like that is a real thing. That's uh, a real thing. Uh, up in nor- northern yes. California, there is, and just to add some more irony, unfortunately, paradise pretty much burned down and is being oh, rebuilt because it's in northern california where the wildfires are at everything's on fire yes yeah. but a lot of good people there anyone yes. that happens to live by near near paradise go by say what's up to the people yes. there's good people out there the fact that they keep sticking around yeah uh, clearly they're <laughs> tough-minded and that's yeah. what you got to be for a place like that uh it was funny because so at my at my job that i had in in la we did like a little flu shot event there yeah. right with the for the people for the community and we partnered with the community center and they had like a it was during the winter so they had like a little ice rink and stuff like yeah. that and we're setting up like the planning meeting and stuff and i forgot what i said i was like oh you know maybe we should have a cover band play and we can the last song can be the almost paradise <laughs> and dude fucking crickets right wow. like nobody said nothing and i go i guess y'all hear that a lot <laughs> Oh, hi. If you're looking for another spooky and funny podcast to add to your rotation, check out Anything Bones, now part of the Podmoth Network. Hey, Boneheads, I'm Sophie Schwartz. And I'm Caitlin Hart. And we're the hosts of Anything Bones, the podcast where we talk about bones and bone-related topics. Soph, what are bone-related topics? Thank you for asking, Caitlin. This can be anything from mausoleums to murderers, famous skeletons to cadaver dogs, bone churches, mummies, serial killers. You'll hear about them all. And sometimes we have guests stop by and tell us their favorite bony tales. Check out Anything Bones on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever your little heart desires. We release new episodes every Saturday. Bone voyage. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. <laughs> oh, I felt like a fucking ass, dude. If, if it, in your defense, I found it hilarious. That's I know. That's I even fun. sang it. Oh, like, yeah, and I was going to say, that was I really good put my. You put some emotion in that. Man, I went out there on a limb, and I, I remember t- uh, texting my, my manager, and I told him, bro, you, you couldn't even give me a pity chuckle? Yeah. You know, he just left me out there. He's like, it was funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said anything. Nobody said anything. He's like, I was like, he's just quiet. Oh, anyway. Uh, but oh. yeah, that's what I started thinking. I was like, how did these two guys become friends? But either way, they're kind of bonded in a way because – they both want to get out, but they don't want to get out separately. Yes. It's weird. Like, <laughs> I found it very odd. I, well, the one thing I, I did gather 
from this movie, and, it, and especially me being in a band where I traveled through a lot of small West Texas towns and South Texas towns that are very isolated like that. There is a, a like-mindedness of having your own personal freedom because when you live out in areas like that, you do whatever the hell you want to do, how you want to do it on yep. your time. You're not on anyone's clock. You're not on anyone's watch. You're kind of out on your own. So I, I guess almost that sense of, because almost everyone in that little community kind of had that. They do things how they want to do it, when they want to do it. Yep. And so I guess that was kind of like that mutual bonding for such different people together. Like yeah, that. yeah. They're kind of all sort of misfits. You have, yeah. you know, you have your NRA guy or your NRA couple that yeah. are all about the seclusion yeah. and not have you know being disconnected from everything you have like just a family that just wants to have a nice little house to themselves and, and be on their own you yeah know. I mean, they have that one shop it's what was the population it was like 20 20 something I, I, like that and and maybe with 30 sheep <laughs> and they didn't make it early <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was amazing i love the way the movie kicks off yeah. like you get introduced to your two main guys that you're going to be rooting for um they kind of have that busting each other's balls yeah. type friendship very much like brothers they yeah very they much act a like brother bro relationship yeah. without being brothers i was kind of surprised they just didn't make them brothers in the movie i gotta admit that is script. weird they didn't because that's kind of how they act yeah. you know you have your days where you can kind of bust each other's chops but you never get too mad because you, you know you're brothers yeah especially when the older one's busting you know uh valentine about like the girls he dates you oh know, yeah like, man like you date some losers like that yeah I have uh, I have it in my notes where he's bringing up one of his ex girlfriends and he goes, he says, "How about that Bobby Lynn Dexter?" And he goes, "It's Tammy Lynn Baxter." Yeah, he goes, "Oh, they're all the same. Whatever. Dead weight." <laughs> and then Valentine says, "Well, I'm a victim of circumstance." And then he goes, "I thought you called it your pecker." pecker. <laughs> Which is like that's kind of like a sibling deal. It is their relationship is very sibling. It is. Oh yeah, it's so good. We the I like it when they first meet the scientists, and of course yes. they try to make her look unattractive. Like oh, just because she has like some sunblock on her nose. Uh, this is Hollywood's version of oh, she's unattractive. Yeah. She has sunblock she has on some, her, and nose. she's wearing khaki Khakis. shorts. That's as unattractive as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's that's what does it. I'm sure. You know who who did who made the khaki shorts work for me? Like I was like. Holy crap, she's kind of hot. And not when I saw the movie at first because I was I was really young. But what's her name? Um, Laura Dern in Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. She wears yeah. little khaki shorts. And by the way, that may be the only time that's ever said about her, quite frankly. <laughs> it, it would be that movie. I can't think of anything else offhand. And I've seen a lot of her movies. And that would be about I, it. I don't know. I kind of find, I find her kind of mouth like attractive i don't know what it is about I'll go her. with the jurassic park one though i'll give you that one she did she did rock those that definitely worked i wonder how tall laura dern <laughs> Hold on. Uh, it's hard to tell in movies because yes. hey, they make tom cruise look like he's five eight yes because <laughs> I, I i i don't <laughs> they do and he's like yeah, what five five? He's like five two <laughs> how tall do you think she is i would say she's about five five Five, she is 5'10", dude. Really? I knew she was tall. Dang, I had no idea. Yeah, I know Gina Davis, that actress, she's like six foot or something like that. Yeah, she's dude. She's really tall. Tricking dunk on me, yeah. dude. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know why we went into yeah. a... Sorry, we went into a Laura Dern thing. We went into a Laura Dern tangent there. Um, but they... they Basically, they slowly introduce all the characters, yeah. which is really fun. They you know they end up in the, um, in the shop, in that little market shop, yeah. and that's where you meet... Uh, Chang, 
I think I think I think his name's Walter Chang. Yeah. And um, you meet uh, the uh, Tony uh, Hinaro. Yeah. I'm not sure what his name is in the movie. I think it's probably like a generic it's a Mexican generic name. name. Yeah, it's a generic Miguel. Miguel. Yeah, Miguel. <laughs> we should have known. It was either gonna be Jose or Miguel. <laughs> yeah, Jose, Miguel, Juan. It's gonna be one of those. Yeah, Miguel. And then you—that's when we meet uh, good old Bert Gummer. Yep. Gummer and <laughs> and his wife Heather Gummer, Heather, yeah, <laughs> played by Reba McIntyre. Yeah. And you know what? Does a pretty good job, yes. Reba. I will say, I, I guess I was kind of surprised when you think about that. Is her first mm-hmm. maybe like acting deal? She really did do really well on that. Like they they fit each other really well. Yeah, they had a really good chemistry. You honestly, they could have had a honestly had a show. They have yeah. a really good chemistry there. And now you got me wondering. You got me wondering how many movies uh, <laughs> Reba McIntyre is going to. I don't really like to do. That. You're right. It's her first movie yeah, she was ever in. Yeah. Like, yeah, outside of bad country music videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's done a few, but now since then, yeah, she has done quite a bit. I yeah, mean, and even just counting her TV show. Yeah, yeah, her show took up a whole yeah. bunch of her time so but yeah she, i had yeah she did really well for that yeah not bad not bad and she's in her element you know yeah, she's yeah. wearing a lot of denim yeah her hair is puffy as shit and like you know i will give her credit she didn't look out of place holding weapons and no she looks something. good she looked like like she could hold a gun like she knew how to work a gun like honestly the first time i thought she was like i'm like all right she's kind of hot like it's yeah. kind of hot seeing a woman you know handle a weapon like that and she's you like, could tell like she was in her element on that. oh yeah. yeah she did really well yeah, it fits in that one. She's got that pistol grip. Yep. <laughs> Being literal, okay, actual pistol. <laughs> All right. Uh, there is that one scene where they're leaving the shop, and they, you know, Val, uh, Valentine, and and Earl have been having a lot of back and forth about scheduling and planning, yeah. and they're leaving. And he goes, he goes, that's right. We plan ahead, so that way we don't need to do anything right now. Oh. Yeah. Earl explained yeah, it to he, me. Earl explained it to me. That's right. I'm like, I can live by that. That's that makes sense to me. Uh, <laughs> Although I think probably you know what's actually one of the again it was weird that it was kind of marketed as a horror movie and it is so nuts. More kind of sci-fi adventure buddy comedy buddy comedy, but probably the scariest thing in there when those poor guys are having to suck out the septic oh, tank. Oh God! And that dang line bus. Oh, that's the scariest thing in that movie because you felt for them on that. Like, you yeah. know what? That would make me want to leave. Yeah, that's the final straw. That was the straw. That was the They're one. Like, like, you know what? We are tired of this crap. Literally crap. Yeah. We're out. <laughs> We're going to go out of this place. Yeah. And I love the they pack all her shit. Um, Valentine makes sure to bring his favorite vacuum, vacuum cleaner <laughs> because he loves it for parts. And I love that they think like this. That. Yeah, they're like that, they really think that's like who they that. are. That's who they are. That hey, you know, we can always use this for something uh, else. That kind of resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. You know, that let's face it, if you live in a town like that, you better have some resourcefulness. He's uh, they're like a couple of Uncle Danny's. Yeah, yeah. Our Uncle Danny was like that, very resourceful. Uh, you know, I would have my friends say, "Hey, dude, your your uncle Danny was um, he grabbed my old stereo that we were gonna throw away." <laughs> yeah, he'd make it work, and he would make it yeah. work. He'd have a broken fan with some pieces of metal, and somehow he turned that into a tabletop deal like that. Like yeah. he just could do that. Skills, man. Yeah, he had skills. Uh, and you know, they're so close to getting out, and they even say the line like, "Oh, if we had only done this, yeah, we yesterday. just left one damn day too late, <laughs> literally." Just well, but I also love it. Also, well, there ain't nothing stopping us now. Everyone we know between here and Bixby's already dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like fuck. I like the great lines, and I like the the. I was surprised because I, I don't think I'd ever seen the scene with the sheep. 
Oh, really? Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever seen that. Because I would have remembered that. Yeah. When they lift the hat and his yeah, face they, is like that, that was pretty freaking cool. They did a great cool. job with that. Uh, the massacre of the sheep. Like, there's just pieces of, like, flesh. Yeah. It's pretty... It's Probably one of the gorier looking yeah, honestly, scenes. Honestly, for that movie, yes, that was probably one of the gorier yeah, scenes. Yeah, because I think it, it, they kind of get away with a lot of avoiding too much gore because you get sucked into the dirt yeah, and then yeah. you don't really see anything of what happened. So that kind of helps uh, with making sure that. I guess because I don't know if it's rated R. Is it rated R? Probably. At that time, it might have been. It would just be a PG movie now. Yeah. But, you know, I, no, actually, well, actually, back in the day, was in reverse. It was a PG thirteen, I think. I think it was uh, yeah, because I always hear that in the '80s they would make some movies PG-13. Yeah, and they were not. They were not. Yeah, they should have been rated R back uh, then. I don't know what was going on back in the day. Yeah, I, movies yeah. were better in my time with that. They yeah. were. <laughs> you they might were. see a boob. More. Yeah, you got, might see and more than one f bomb. <laughs> oh yeah. Now you don't get any f bombs. Now you can't get any f bombs at PG-13. Just the s word once in a while. <laughs> it's a real freaking bummer. Yeah. So back then you could do it. And that's when they're freaking out. I the whole construction scene is very creative. Yes. I like that. Uh, you know where the guy. By the way, the guy that's jackhammering. Yeah. Hell of a Super Mario yes, mustache. That is a great Super Mario mustache. Jesus. No joke. Oh, like, damn! I don't know who that guy was. And I will say the one thing Tremors did really well early on was actually a kind of a mystery of what the creatures were. Oh yeah. I, even when you actually see it when uh, it's pulling at his axle on the truck, mm. you get the sense it's just a bunch of these snakes mm. like that early when you're first watching. It's kind of weird when you think about it now. Like, why would you think otherwise? But it was actually kind of. A neat mystery part of it, although yeah. what they really were. Yeah, the reveal um, when it gets there is awesome. Yeah, it is yeah. really well done. I like the idea, and I like the idea of uh, the creativity yeah. of that. It's like feelers, like the tongue is, or the tongues. Yeah, they were tongues. And yeah. the fact it kind of goes the alien route where the tongues have teeth yes. is so weird. It was so random on that. It was really well done with that. It's very interesting. I, I do really like it. And it kind of looks like a giant grub yeah. or something. Essentially, like yeah. Like fleshy grub, which is creepy because, you know, grubs are really disgusting looking. And if they were like the size of a shipping container, yeah, that's, that's terrifying. Exactly what, yeah, that would terrify you. Absolutely terrifying. Um, yeah, they the construction guys die. The, that closes off the road. Right, yes. So nobody can get in or out. Because that was another thing I was thinking of because I didn't have it complete. I was like, well, how come they get stuck there? Like, what? And that's when I saw that scene. I was like, ah, okay. There's only one road out to Bigsby. And they're stuck there. Yeah, and, and I actually like, they actually thought it well through because they were like, well, they have a mountain trail, but you need a major 4x4 four four just yes. to get through there. Yeah. Or even And so they do a good job of like really where, even one of the characters goes like, it can't be that. It's not like we're on the moon, but for all you know practical purposes you kind of technically are and the yeah. guy even says uh was it gum the yeah gummer yeah. gummer like Bert. this is why we moved here because it's geographic isolation yep yeah literally that's why we moved here yeah it's 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 easier for especially for a guy like bert to protect his land and protect everything because there's only like two ways to, to get, get to in. that yeah. place and oh. one is tr on, uh, through a mountain yeah which only certain vehicles can go through the other one's one road one road so they, Makes sense. They did a good job explaining why they're they're just isolated. Like they literally cannot get help. Speaking of Jurassic Park, by the way, that little girl um, that's the daughter, yes. though on the pogo stick, yes. that's the girl that's for the girl. Yeah. Yes, yes, I forgot. God, nice little tie. Yeah, on that I one. didn't even that's think right. about that, dude. I just that's it just right. hit me. By the way, I like Bert's Atlantic Hawk uh, yes. Atlantic Atlanta, Atlanta Hawk hat. hat. Yes, 
Yeah, that is insane. It's like a corduroy fabric. Yes. It's like only in the freaking nineties, dude, or like early, uh, early late eighties, yeah, late eighties, late eighties mm. when that came out. Do you ever have a corduroy hat, man? Oh man, I just wish I had a Spurs hat back then. I never <laughs> got a chance to get a corduroy nothing. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, let's see, what what were you sporting in eighty nine ninety, man? What were you? I would have been like? a Longhorns cap. I had Longhorns that white cap. Longhorns cap. Yep, yep, yep. Were you wearing the? Was this in your your vest days, or uh, I remember you used to wear those vests? Oh, that's right, Ooh, plaid I, vests. I dressed badly. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, at that time, no. Unfortunately, there are pictures that prove I dressed badly even now. But yeah, me so, too. Though, yeah, so uh, we're good. I want to say no. It was a little before. I didn't start rocking the flannel vest until like ninety. Till like after I graduated. So it would have okay, been like 90, 92, 93. Yeah, ninety two, ninety three. Jesus, what year did you graduate? I graduated in 92, dude. Jesus I know. Christ, I was seven. Yeah, let's not keep pointing that out. But yeah, but yeah, we, we, get, we get the math here. We get the math. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think I was like four or five when this came out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of what I was thinking. How could you not see the whole thing? I was like, oh, God, you were really young when that came out. I would have out. had to like deliberately yeah. gone out to see it. And I it's one of those movies. Really, you watch this movie for the very middle part to the end. Yeah. I just missed a lot of that setup. Yeah. I missed all the setup stuff. But you know what? It ties the movie together because you learn the rules. Yes. You know, with them, yeah. with, with the characters. And so it, I, I found it a lot more enjoyable to be able to see it from beginning to end. I really like that about it. But. Yeah, and it really is a good setup of not knowing where the hell it is. You know, like, yeah. like you kind of just have to kind of try to find some movement something because yeah. it's it's literally getting you underground it's insane it's a neat it's a neat concept that they did really well for that and especially like you said with practical effects hard to do with something i give them pro i know some of it's really dated when you look at it now but it is amazing the skill it took for clearly not a big budget to oh, make yeah. that happen on that yeah like the way um the way they handled, uh, because eventually they send Bert and uh, not Bert, they send Earl and Earl and, uh, Val. and Valentine to go and on horses, yeah, to try to get around and get to Bigsby, and they did a good job of handling the horse getting killed. Yes. With I mean, obviously they didn't hurt a real horse, so it, but it looked like a legit they thing, did, like they it did wrapped really around well. the snake thing yeah. and all that, and that's when. Um, they get lucky because I think they. That's when they get the big reveal. That's when you get the reveal. They're like, oh, shit. really? Like how big it, it has? Is. Like a big beak thing. Yeah, it's a beak, oh, it's so cool. They man. did a great job, and and how they actually act. One of the best things they don't get enough credit for, and it's kind of a, a riff on Sam Raimi's Evil Dead kind of camera motion where you're moving forward is their underground motion where you see it literally just swimming through dirt yeah like, but you're getting the point of view inside that's a great effect for that it time. is really cool yeah it gives you it, it freaks you out because you realize how fast, fast it, it is. is yeah and it could you know they could be using a little bit of you know fast forwarding motion or something like that but it works it doesn't feel like that at yeah, it's all very effective for um, what it is. and they run i believe they run and they get lucky because they cross this little like concrete basin or something. Yeah, look, almost like a drainage basin. Drainage, yeah. yeah, and and it runs right into it because that's how they find out they're blind. Yeah, because like why else would it do that? And that's when they kill their first one, and they're celebrating at first, and then that's when we find out from uh, I forget her name, the the Rhonda, I think. Yeah, Rhonda. Yeah, she Rhonda. tells them like, oh, I think there's like 
three, three more. more. Yeah, because yeah, she was following the seismic activity. Yeah, and she was saying like when this was happening, this was also happening here. Like there's like three others. Dude, and they and they went from celebrating to like we got to get the hell out. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> we got to get out. Let's, let's go find somewhere to stand. Tough. Yeah, yeah, and then they we they have that you know obviously they try to set up the whole Valentine and Rhonda romance thing, which is fun because they're. They're opposites, yeah. you know. It's weird how they were able to fit that in, and they actually did it did a pretty decent well, job? considering that it's not a long movie. It like, takes place in what two, three days? Yeah, three days maybe. Uh, essentially three days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It goes by pretty quick. So they fell in love, but you know what? Maybe yeah, like I think that's always the excuse in these movies. Like, well, when you're in that kind of danger, you're you're very vulnerable, and you fall in love, and everything's like big worms, and that's yeah, kinda, you know, that's kind of hot. That's kind of. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Of course it is. Dang right. But also, too, and let's be real about it, too. It was perfection. Options did not abound. So maybe that yeah. helped him, too. Like, that was like, you know, we're out here. Who else are we going to hook up with? Yeah, you know? exactly. Earl's like, could be my dad. So, you know, like, that ain't happening. <laughs> Although he is a very handsome man. He's a handsome dad. But still, yeah. You He's know? an older cat. He's an older cat. There just wasn't a lot of options there. And... <laughs> And they they do the little pole vaulting thing, which I thought which, was by very the smart. Way, it's definitely one of those scenes that you would have died. That yes, I would have died, <laughs> but I also would have loved trying. No, I would have died miserably. First of all, to be fair, I would have died way before that. Uh, I mean, I'm not quiet, and I'm freaking loud. I even walk loud. Yeah, those things would have eaten me up fast. Yeah, it wouldn't have taken much. But had I lived to that point, I would have loved trying to pole vault. That just looks fun. That just looks so fun. Yeah, I love the 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 pole vaulting yeah i that's something i've never done before but i eh, say Actually, I 10 years ago it. i would have done it backyard tried it you you pull, pole, pole vaulted. vaulted yeah with uh some pvc piping that uh did it break no no it held uh were you was, no i was fat no so it was good pvc but i didn't break <laughs> you know i was like oh man i had lost weight no i was still fat then but it held me enough where it didn't really pole vault me but i kind of went across oh good yeah i didn't make the fence i tried but you know close yeah that's not bad man not bad yeah you played a lot of uh dangerous games out there man back in our day that was just playing <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, was it you that used to jump off the garage into yes. a trash can no the trash can was a fail safe and it's a good thing too because i would have hurt myself and by the way, metal trash can that was jagged. It's amazing I didn't slip myself in half. Oh, yeah. You would have needed a lot of tetanus shots. Oh, God. No, I would have needed somebody to sew me back. <laughs> Lucked out on that one. Jesus. Yeah. We were lucky. Oh, God. Uh, it's... I had an umbrella. <laughs> just... You thought you were going to float down? Like... Yeah, like Mary Poppins, and I just kind of... <laughs> it doesn't work that way when you're fat. <laughs> it doesn't work that way when you're heavy, man. You just go down. <laughs> yeah, it just goes inside out yep, after a while. pretty much. Seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> Eventually, I think who is it that names him? Is it Walter? The it's actually Chang? it's it's actually yeah it's Chang. Yeah, Chang names him uh, the uh, graboid. Graboids, yes. The, He's like I like oids. <laughs> yeah, that's what he came up with. Graboids. Graboids. <laughs> oh, and I do love the fact that he's basically the true like kind of like salesman of the room, which is why he has a store because he basically buys the the piece of the tongue for like fifteen dollars yeah. and starts selling it like pictures for five bucks a pop yep like man walter is slicker than snot yeah that's a man who plans ahead yeah well i mean when you got 20 people in your community you gotta really 
focused on trying to make some money, try yeah. to sell them on some stuff. You, everything that you want to sell, you need to sell to every, every single person, yes. or else it's not even worth it's it. It's not man. even worth it. It does not, because I think um, where they actually filmed this is like way in the desert of California. Yeah. Kind of like almost headed toward Nevada area. Yes. Yeah, it is out there, dude. Yeah. Out. Not super hot, though, at least. I mean, it probably is get, gets hot in yeah. the summer, but. Um, yeah. It's just desolate. Yeah. That's one thing. That's just where There's nothing out where there. you yell and there ain't nobody that's gonna hear you. Nope. Nobody. You're more likely to run into a skinwalker than a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No joke on that. Into that probably another human being, quite frankly. Like it's literally you can just scream and there ain't nobody who can hear you. How many people when they saw this movie just wanted to see that kid Melvin die? That is the one thing I <laughs> Uh, who's the one who directed this movie? I forgot something. Um, like, is it? Uh, it was. What was his name? Let me see. Because I will give him credit. You think I would do research? Uh, you know, you would, I've seen the movie a hundred times. And I was like, man, you think I would pay attention to actually directed this film? Uh, I will give him credit, or even honestly, just the writers, producers. The easy thing was to kill this pain in the ass kid off and do it <laughs> early. Props to them for getting this kid through. For reasons beyond me. It's almost like, I know you want this pain in the ass kid to die, but psych, he makes it. Like, really? That guy? Oh, man. It's directed by Ron Underwood. Yes, Ron Underwood. Yeah, he did City Slickers, yes. Heart and Souls 93. He did Mighty Joe Young in 98. Which is actually underrated. I like that movie. He did The Adventures of Pluto Nash in 2002. Everyone makes mistakes in life. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes. I'm not going to hold that against him, but that is a bad mistake. That's a bad one. I don't oh, think Eddie Murphy recovered from that for like not decades. for a while. Not yeah. till Shrek. Yeah, he needed some time. He needed some time some after recovery that recovery time. Whew. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then so the kid. This is when finally they've arrived in in the town. Yeah. In perfection, and the kid almost gets swallowed up. He gets up on a pole, and this whole this is like a quite a big chunk of the movie where they're all. The whole town is like jumps on their roofs, the roofs yeah. And uh, there's the chaotic scene inside the shop where they're all trying to get higher ground because they're just coming through. I think at this point they know it ha has something to do with the vibrations, but they don't know how best to avoid it. They don't know how sensitive they yeah. are to it. Although I will say though, they are super inconsistent with how well it takes a vibration because yeah. like the first time it sucked up that uh, doctor's car with that that's lady, right. the radio was on. I'm like, once you start, oh, well, that's why it, it took it down because they could just hear the radio. Yeah. You feel the sound waves. Man, that thing took down Bert's like freaking truck. Nothing was happening around it. It's just no. like, it was like, oh, screw you. If you think you're getting on this, like, how did they do that? Yeah. Like it kind of like, yeah. It's almost as if the further they like the, the the more that they killed, the more that the other graboids learned. Yeah, or something. I like, guess maybe that was the point. Like they had a learning curve all of a sudden. Yeah, that, that was out. really fast. Yeah, because again, the first time you could, oh well, the radio's on. I get it. You know, yeah. that's why they took it down. After that, it was like it would just seem like, oh, they need this. We're taking that yeah. shit down. Yeah, I was like, damn, they well, fuckers are pretty damn smart. Like, Holy yeah. shit. Uh, yeah, they do get crazy smart as as time goes on, and they they have that whole scene where we lose Chang. Yeah, oh, yeah. that reminded me of Jaws. Yeah, which by the way, I was gonna say had to been inspired by Jaws because oh, that yeah. scene where he swings like, around with him is is Quint from Jaws. Yeah, it literally is. Like you could tell it was a true homage to it. 
Like clearly an homage to that. I scene. knew that either him or Miguel were gonna die. Yeah. I just wasn't sure which one. <laughs> yeah. And and let's face it, as it was an eighties movie, a late eighties movie, my name and we knew why. We don't have yeah. to explain it. You we knew why. Uh, we knew it was why. gonna be one of them. I knew one of them. Yeah. Uh, go Miguel, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. just by the way, I will I am so glad they didn't just make him some random guy. He actually had some good ideas yes, that helped the model a lot. He comes up with the um to get off the roof uh, to use as a decoy the tractor. The tractor, yes. Because they decide that they're going to grab this huge cat caterpillar construction damn thing and pull this huge trailer, like a construction trailer, and then get everybody out of there because that's the one vehicle that's left after Bert's Yeah, truck and it is eaten. like 100 feet away from them. Like, it's yeah. far. So they use the idea, which it would have worked fine, but it flips over. Yeah, yeah. And then you get the whole scene where Valentine's having to stand still and he's trying not to. That's the other thing is like, um, I was surprised that it ha- doesn't even have scent. Yeah. Because it's like, if it had scent and it's out there and it's smelling, you know, it's right around his boots or something, so I'm like, oh, they just depend on vibration. Yeah, they like, just that's depend it. on it. Yeah. I thought they were going to be like Daredevil or something. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. No, evidently, it's just vibration. Just the feel of it. <laughs> it would be cool if we got like a... a, a a bird's eye view of, of what the, the graboid sees. Yeah. But they don't see nothing, yeah. so nah. it wouldn't not. work. They yes. have no Although eyes. I do also love how they explain how they move with all those little, like, it looks like spines. Oh, they got little spines. They did spines. a great job of explaining yeah. that to those little spines it that they all move. swins them through yeah. the dirt really fast. Yeah, it's really neat how they did that. Yeah, they, you know, a lot of these monster-type movies just never really broke down that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they it, took the time to do yeah, it on this one. It's, it's good shit. Yeah. It's really good shit. They all get into that truck. And at first you're like, all right, yeah, oh, home And by home. the way, note too, I am so glad because when I was first watching this movie, I was concerned that when they had Miguel setting up the, uh, oh, the little yeah. armor, no. that you better not kill him on this scene. Yeah. You better not. I remember I was actually upset. Like, if he dies, I'm going to be super pissed. I'm like, yeah. oh, thank God that they didn't kill him. It would have messed one. up like if he, he was like on a bookcase. Uh, not on a bookcase, on one of the store shelves, yeah. and he falls through the window, kind of like yeah. uh, what happened to Rhonda. But what what falls on him is a bunch of salsa. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> then he, he gets eaten. Gets eaten. <laughs> like, and then you find out like the grab boys can't eat anything without salsa anymore. <laughs> Everything has to have salsa. Kind of like what happens now. Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, so I was just glad. Like, thank God they let him do his plan and not let him die. Because unfortunately, I've seen way too many movies where that happened. Yeah, I didn't want to lose Miguel, man. Yeah, like, come on. He came up with the idea. Let him see it through. Like, okay, they did. Thank yeah. you. It's not a lot to ask for. You let the kid live. Exactly. Yeah, that turd. Piece of shit yeah. kid. God, opinion. By the way, love the scene um, in Bert's basement. Yes. That's the scene I really remember yes. about this movie. Yes. I love that one. It, it's definitely one of those, like, where you find out how hardcore they are about what they do. Like that true paranoia. It's like basically walking into like an actual like war room. It it was, they fire everything. Shoot, they fire a flare gun at it. Yeah. I mean like it was really insane how they did it. Now, not a great effect of how they had to do it, but it's the idea of it still works really well. Yeah, it still works really well. I it's very video game esque, yes. like when you're just like using every single thing you have to try to hope, because you know the the the, the thing's not going to start glowing, so you know it's almost yeah. about to die. So yeah, you just got to go. I, honestly, they probably put in a thousand <laughs> rounds into that thing, a minimum thousand rounds. It it's is incredible. He grabs that giant like elephant, oh, that elephant gun. And by the way, what a cool 
looking elephant. It's almost like this kind of almost like uh, pewter silver plated yes. kind of gun, and the shells just look like bombshells. Yeah. Oh God, it's such an impressive scene. Yeah. The the that was that was the only way they were able to finally yeah. knock it out. Knock it out. And. Oh, and by the way, it did have a video game trope too. It didn't hurt it when they were hitting the top of the beak, only when its beak was open. Kind of yeah. like what you do have in video games. Yeah. Like, are you hitting the top? You don't do that. But once the mouth opens, that's when you're hurting it. Yep. And it had that kind of element too. Yeah, you had to get it in the mouth. You had to get it in the mouth. <laughs> that's always like the that's the first thing you do when you're, especially the old eight bit, sixteen bit yeah. days. It's like just go for the mouth. Go for the mouth. Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure See, it that out. That should be the weakness, and that's what the weakness was for the grab boy. Yep, they got to hit the mouth. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. And then, uh, well, so they get into the truck, and then all of a sudden, the 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 graboids. I always want to just call them the worms. Yeah. The graboids create like a trench, and that gets them off of the freaking. It was weird that they were able to plan that. Yeah, they like, knew what direction yeah, they were going. Yeah, they knew where they were going. Yeah, they knew how long it would take when to get because that's the thing like they were able to get up ahead and actually make a trench to bring down the cat because they couldn't move the caterpillar yeah you know it was just too heavy for them because evidently these things were pretty damn strong like that yeah like yeah they kept trying to the little yeah. tongues are like grab it and they just couldn't grab a hold of it but yeah they wound up trenching them oh by the way great scene too that it's kind of one of those I don't think you could put in a movie anymore. These guys make like uh, Bert and uh, Heather make like what twenty pipe bombs in like an oh. hour. Oh yeah, like, yeah, pipe bombs, literal pipe bombs. Yeah, and I think even uh, I, I I think Earl asked him like, so what what did you make these out of? He's like, oh, just you know, the just regular the, household chemicals, yeah, in the proper the, proportion, yeah, the proper proportions. <laughs> like you know, you're on a government list. I hope you know that you're on a government list. <laughs> Uh, and they're like they look perfect. Yeah, like they look perfectly made. Oh, you know, PVC. And don't forget that great line. Like uh, he goes, "Don't worry, I have this cannon fuse." You're like, "What do you have cannon fuse for? For my cannon?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great line in that one. Yeah, he's the uh, he's he's the the white guy uh, taste. Uh, what's it? Tasty taste or taste? Yeah. Oh, from the NWA. <laughs> yeah, for... fear of a black cat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my God! Which will be on the podcast you eventually. Yes, uh, for those y'all have never seen Fear of the Black Cat. That is one. If you have not seen it, you owe it to yourself to see one of the best mockumentaries not named. This is Spinal Tap. Exactly. It, it is such a great mockumentary. But I, I absolutely I digest love it. though. <laughs> you digest. I digest. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so then they got to take off out of the trailer. I, you know, the movie. You're starting to get the the feeling like, okay, we're getting around to the end yeah. here because there's not really there's much really else, not they, much can else do. they can do. Yeah, they get on a boulder because they're able to uh, distract it with the pipe bombs. Yes, yeah. Well, they find out that the because the pipe bombs are so loud that it like hurts them. So yeah. they basically run away like that to get away yeah. from the sound of it. It's too powerful. It's too powerful, evidently. Yeah. So they use that to get to the boulders. There is one scene we'll go through that I'm not sure. I've watched it a few times. I still don't know how the hell it happened. But they basically figure out, look, we got the pipe bombs. What if we throw one out there and kind of just fish with it? You know, basically get the bastards to eat it and then boom. Yeah. Right? And they actually do that to one and it works. Blows. I also love to they all get hit with the guts. Yeah, like, the kid yeah. gets hit. Which, by the way, and you are right orange guts like they ran out of red dye yeah. it's just orange apricot guts it's really cool yeah, though. now it just looks like the inside of a pumpkin yeah 
Like, it, it was really neat, right? So they figure, this is our chance. We only got one more. Now, yeah. this is a scene I've never quite understood. So they try it, and it's with the one they call Stumpy. This is the one that lost the tongue uh, on Valentine's truck on the axle. Oh, yeah. So this is the one that's considered the really smart one. And they throw it out there, fishing, and it takes it in, but it spits it out. And it spits it out over arching. And by the way, as only can happen in a movie, knocks it right into their whole bag yeah. of pipe bombs. Like perfect, like a three-point shot. <laughs> like it was amazing with that arch, like Steph Curry style swish right in the back. So, of course, they scatter. Uh, how it didn't kill anybody, I still don't know. That it should have probably been a bigger explosion yeah, too. Like a honestly, whole bag of them. That should have split the boulder in half. Yeah. But – it didn't. But here's what I love about this. So the rest of them wound up basically just on the other side of the boulder, unharmed. But Val, Earl, and Rhonda somehow wound up 30 feet yeah. on the ground away from the boulder. Like, what, did y'all springboard over there? Did, <laughs> did like, you, yeah, did you fart and it propelled you with the gas? Like, how you, the hell did you get out there? Because no one else did. You didn't see that Super Mario trampoline? Though? Yeah, <laughs> I missed the Super Mario trampoline. Like, how the hell? Because everyone, it's not like no one else jumped. Everyone jumped. They still stayed on the boulder. That group somehow, like, how the hell did y'all get out there? Yeah. It is super yeah. weird that they're that far out. They do comment on it. Like, what the, what are y'all doing? Do it get get yeah. back over here. Yeah, then it becomes a whole thing because now the the freaking graboids yes. right there waiting yes. for them. It's a whole shit, and they don't know what to do. And then, for some odd, re by the way, I do like the fact that Bert gives the kid a gun, but yes, there's no bullets and it's in no it. bullets. And yeah, he's all like, "Yeah, now you like run with this." He's yeah. like, and by the, he gives him a hand cannon, right? Yeah. And even I was thinking. Damn, that's dumb. I would not give that Hell kid no. a water gun. And then you find out he's shooting at it like, oh, damn it, Bert, there's no bullets in it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> he's like, hey, got you to run, didn't it? By the way, who's his parents? That's is, the thing. Is he a foster kid? I think he's a foster kid. To be fair, who the hell would want this kid? Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I actually think he was ditched there. Oh, you think they dropped him off? They dropped him off there, and they oh, never came back for totally. Him. He was yeah. like on a vacation, vacation with his family. Yep. They were heading to Joshua Tree, and they were like, you know what? Let's just leave him here. Yeah, and they totally ditched this. They just left kid. him with like a Tiger Electronics game, not even a Game Boy. Yeah, not even a Game Boy. Yeah. And, and by the way, so if you want to go that route, then this kid deserves some props. He knows how to survive. Yeah. But boy, he sure is a pain in the ass surviving. Oh, God. <laughs> God, he's a pain in the ass. Just... I think there's a reason why we have not seen this actor. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, maybe he's been in a couple of like Law and Orders or something as like... One of the perps or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, fa perps. let's face it. He, he'd be one of the he perps. looks squirmy. Yeah, you know? he'd be one of the perps. <laughs> yeah. So. It's super weird. So, yeah, it is never explained who the hell he is and where his parents are. Nope. We just know his name's Melvin and he's a real yep. piece of crap. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so then all of a sudden, Val gets this like fucking itch in his ass and he's like, I got a plan. But he doesn't tell anyone the plan. Yeah. He just runs. And by the way, it's not like his friends are like, a hundred feet away where he has to yell. Yeah. They're already whispering because they can hear each other. Yeah. They're so close. But yet he has no time to explain a plan. Oh, and by the way, he has the only pipe bomb left. So of course, yes. everyone's telling him, use the pipe bomb to scare throw him off so you can get back to the boulder. Yeah. You know, so just and, throw it somewhere. Yeah, just throw it somewhere, scare him off so you can get back to the boulder. Which I will say this. That is the only thing. Really, that's just your sentence to die because then you're never going to get off the boulder again. Yeah. You know, so I understand at least his thinking of that, like why he didn't want to use it like that. Yeah. 
because all you're going to do is just give yourself a couple of days to live. Yeah. You know, so I'll give him that. But the fact that he can't even tell him, like, what if we do this? Yeah. It's super weird. He's like, check it out, guys. I don't want to give away the end, the climax of the movie. Yeah. So I'm going to run and you just follow me because basically he runs. Earl run chases him at, at chases after him for I don't know why. Almost like almost on an instinct. Like, yeah. By the way, Rhonda, who is the smart one of the group, doesn't because she's like, that's stupid. And then but realizes she has a lighter. She has a lighter. So she has to follow. She has to follow him. And so they go, and they're heading out there, and it becomes kind of a weird, almost like chicken. Yeah. Like a game of yeah, chicken. Yeah, it's a game of chicken with the Graboid, yeah. With the Graboid and Kevin Bacon. And Kevin Bacon is looking the more, most Kevin Bacon-y you can imagine. His hair's flopping in the wind. He's not blinking. He's yelling. He throws the pipe bomb just behind oh, and it, don't right? don't forget, great scene, too. He shortens the fuse. Oh, so it's like quicker quick, yeah, burn. Yeah, it's, it's a quicker burn. So he's all, that way, when he throws it, it's a few seconds and boom. Boom. Yeah. Pretty much as soon as it lands. Yeah. That, I guess, freaks the freaking uh, uh, Graboid out, yeah. and it just shoots right through it. And then he steals from Clarence Boniger by saying, Can you fly, sucker? sucker yes! <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. By the way, there were a lot of homages. In, I didn't realize, but there are yeah. a lot of homages in this movie. And RoboCop Claire's Bonner goes, can you fly, Bobby? Uh, yeah, can you fly? Yeah, he basically <laughs> says that. Yeah, can you fly, sucker? And by the way, the answer to that is a resounding no. A resounding no. no. I mean, it splits open like a damn watermelon. Yeah. A rotten one. Honestly, that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like a big, wormy watermelon with, with pumpkin guts. Yeah. It was How did they shoot this? Was this miniature? I actually don't know. That is a really good question. Yeah. Uh, for those of y'all who know. it was effective. Really effective yeah, for that. It, and it looks huge. Yes. So that's why I was like, maybe it's a miniature because there's no people in the scene in that shot where it falls out. What I think there might be an upshot. Yeah. Where you see them up on the cliff. So maybe they legitimately used a giant ass gross basically balloon like thing a balloon worm, yeah, just to explode when it hit uh, again it was really effective for its time they did a great job with what they had yeah they really did yeah the 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 fact that they're able to do all of this and make it look as decent as it looks it's kind of freaking amazing it is it is really am- and, and it's kind of one of those uh i didn't see it i didn't see it in theater now to be fair this was before i started making money playing and we went to movies like once every two years. Like it just, yeah. if it wasn't a main movie, we were really going to go see it. So I didn't really have a chance to, but it is one once I did see it, I was like, I wish I had seen this in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. You were definitely like most of your movie watching experiences through physical media at home, yeah. like VHS and DVDs yeah. and Blu-rays and stuff. Yeah. I really didn't start paying for movies until after high school. Like that once I had some extra money that I was able to go on my own. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's right. Because, yeah, you did eventually, like, I remember once you got going, um, you were definitely hitting up the theater a lot. Yeah. And, yeah, you would take us to the theater. Yeah, we'd take y'all. We'd watch some good movies and then some, like, wow, it's a good thing I paid for this and y'all didn't because, wow, I want my money back. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I think one time you took us to see, like, Hercules or something. Yeah, and, it was in not my good. defense, it seemed like a good idea. You know, but, uh, yeah. It's it, nice we, of we you. We had some crap. We had some crap, but we had some good ones, too. Um, yeah, the, the budget on this movie, $10 million. Yeah, think about that. The bo- Yeah, that's nothing. And the box office was 16.7, so it just barely made its money back. Um, and I bet you initially it wasn't going to look like it was going to make any of its no. money back, but over time, eventually. And again, I, and I know for you, because you were really young, but I specifically remember, I think what really hurt it was it was marketed as a horror movie. 
and I'm not sure why. Like, mm-hmm. it was really, like I said, it was more of a sci-fi kind of buddy comedy movie. Yeah, it's I, a Shaun of the Dead, but with a monster. Yeah. You know, it, but that it's never going to get too too dark or like yeah, too like there's serious nothing too serious nothing too and and again it was definitely one of the ones i saw I was like i can't believe how funny this is yeah it's holds up in the comedy realm yeah. for the most part there's some you know you got your cheesy stuff but for the most part a lot of the stuff is very funny still yeah like they you know? like they again it's just good buddy comedy yeah like they do really well and and by the way the ending is they of course do their really sweet ending because of course now they're all back in town everything's yeah. good and you know, uh, Rhonda's going to Val saying like, hey, I'm going to be in on, you know, the biggest, you know, discovery of, you know, the century and I'm going to be in on this. And he's like, well, well, you know, that's that's great. And I like, like, congratulations, you know, you're like, like you deserve it. And like, and you keep thinking Val's going to like, you know, just say something. And of course, you know, he chickens out because let's face it, it's hard. And of course, Earl throws down, like, look at him like, asshole, do something. He's like, yeah, I'm working to it, you know, <laughs> and, you know, and I love that. And of course, it's such a especially a movie for that time coming off of a lot of watching a lot of John Hughes film like god what would a girl like her be interested in a guy yeah, like he's me? intimidated yeah, by her yeah he's intimidated cuz she really she's is really smart. smart yeah you know like she's going for a doctorate you know and i pick up you know trash you literally know, was picking up garbage, garbage like yeah, two days you know? ago so it was kind of a neat like dynamic to that how they did basically even threw in a little John Hughes on that one yeah yeah and um kevin bacon is just you know he's He's not the prettiest man in Hollywood, but he's a very charming guy, you know? So he does a great job of creating that little love connection, and uh, they have that final kiss. And, you know, I was hoping there would be, like, a little stinger scene or something. But I think even even with this movie, they thought this was going to be a one and done. I don't think they ever planned on it. Yeah, because it is funny that you keep expecting, like, where you see, like, something bubble up or some sand movement. Like, oh, there's going to be more. Something. Hey, they really, they really may seem like, hey, this is a one and done. Yeah. Well, seven movies later, man, not quite. Yeah, you get, let's go through all the names. So in 1996, you get Tremors 2 Aftershocks. Which I saw. That's led by um, the guy that plays Fred Earl, Ward. Fred Ward. Fred Ward. Tremors 3 Back to Perfection, 2001. I saw parts of it. I've never seen the whole thing. That's a pretty big break in between yeah. movies from 96 yeah. to 2001. Yeah, I saw parts of it. Uh, Tremors 4, The Legend Begins, Did 2004. Did not even know that existed. <laughs> Did not even know that existed. Tremor 5, Bloodlines, which I think, wasn't that a Hellraiser? That is a Hellraiser Subtitle, yeah. 2015. Which, by the way, oh. it's hilarious. It's worth seeing just because it's funny. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Bloodlines stars uh, Jamie Kennedy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I may have to check that out now. I wonder if he plays like Michael Gross's son. Uh, what, what if he plays Melvin? Oh, you know what? He would play he a great would play, Melvin. Yeah, he'd be a great Melvin. He's Melvin now. Yeah. <laughs> in real life. Yes. Oh, God, that would be great. <laughs> I think they got him to be the older Melvin. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I think you found what he is on that one. Oh, God. And then uh, there's uh, Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell, 2018. Really? They kind of went a more Western style, Evidently it seems like. Evidently on that one. Then the latest from 2020, Tremors, Shrieker Island. So I guess now we're on an island. They're Which, in by the Thailand. Way, on sale in stores on DVD for nine ninety nine. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, if you want the Blu-ray, though, you're gonna have to cough up at least sixteen bucks. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and then it says for the future. Gross mentioned that part of me feels that Universal Home Entertainment might have had enough of Tremors, though he followed up by saying the door is still open for an eighth Tremors. Which means 
I'm open for any job they're yeah. willing to give me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what if we find out they should connect it to Friday the 13th? Because remember, there's a Friday the 13th where there's like those butt worms. Oh, Maybe yeah. Maybe that's a little baby tremor. Maybe baby tremor. <laughs> baby Why graboid. They, yeah. Why haven't they tied that together? <laughs> Jason versus hey, graboid? Did, hey, they did the Hellraiser bloodline, which, by yeah. the way, I think that's that movie that made me mad because the actual Cenobites are not in it. Oh, God. That made me so mad. Yeah. Like uh, I don't understand that. I don't know I don't know when franchises do that where they're they're like, you know what, let's really turn this on its head and take away everything that people like about this and make them like something different. It's hard to believe people talk and then actually make it sound like it's a good idea. Yeah. 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 I mean cuz that's one thing I'll give Friday the 13th for the most part, for the most part, except for one movie. One movie out of all of them. Where they have like an imposter, Jason. Yes, I know. That one sucks. Yeah, that one sucks. But they kind of just gave you the they same. They gave you what you wanted. Yeah. And that's just, all I asked for. Let's just have them going around, killing teenagers in creative, fun hey, ways. Because let's face it, one of my favorite ones that's so underrated out of that series is Jason X, the one in space. Yeah, Jason it X is, is fun. If you ever thought like, I don't want to see it, it's just stupid. Well, you're not wrong. But <laughs> when you see it, it is super entertaining like it is so creative on how he just starts ripping people apart i mean everything i mean and by the way they give him the prettiest weapons you have ever seen i guess in the future in space you still have blades but they're beautiful blades <laughs> oh man just like almost art deco style it, it's some talent do that oh my it god dude it is great it's just so hilarious i i don't understand so if you want to tie tremors to that anyone listening who can produce stuff do it. It will hit. I'm trying to think of my favorite one. I think my favorite is uh, not not my favorite, but like my favorite Friday the 13th because my favorite Friday the 13th is part two. Yes. Yes. But out of the more campier ones, I think it's a new beginning. I think that's oh, uh, is that what, the one that, where a lightning uh, rod hits the. Yes, that's four. Is that four or is that five or is that five? That might be five. I think it is five. It's five, right? Yes, it's five. Yes. yes. And actually, yeah, that one is really good. That's that freaking one. dope. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's five. I could we could be wrong because it's it's hard to Again, get them all. There are like they're all bumbled up together, you know, including a remake. So yeah, you yeah. Know, there's quite a bit of them. But though, yeah, the bone where the lightning hits him and he comes alive magically. Yeah. Uh, by the way, he comes alive with the worms in his face. It's such a good yeah. look. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah, that's so the most cool. rotted out, yeah. Jason. Yeah. Like, he looks like garbage. Yeah, he's all point. like hot garbage at that. <laughs> the kind that was left out in the sun. It was yeah. bad. Yeah. They that, did a good job with that. That brings back um, Jar. Uh, was it Jarvis or something like that? I forget his name. The little kid that yeah, yeah. killed them in the fourth one. Fourth one, yeah. 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 So, anyway, I don't know how we got into Oh, we got into Jason because of the butt worms. Because, yeah, the butt worms, yeah. <laughs> Which, no? I'd like to think are mini graboids, and there should be a tie-in. I agree with you. Like that's the that was the because the, they don't never answer where they nope, came from. They don't. It came from it, Jason's asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and they grew underground, dude. And you know what? And until somebody explains otherwise, <laughs> that we're sticking with that. Yep, that's our story. Yeah. We're sticking. I better to hear it. from some producer, some screenwriter <laughs> to explain differently. And until we do. That's the story. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, as we've reached the end of this movie, as you all know, I like to do a quick impression of a character from this movie uh, just to kind of, you know, honor it. And I also like making voices. So this is a segment I like to call Quick Impressions. <clears throat> quick Impressions. You broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you? You bastard. That is my 
Yeah, that that is Bert right there. That is Bert. And by the way, with the finger pointing up in the air, like all emphasized. <laughs> I was gonna do the fuck you, but I did it in yeah, the cold. Yeah, yeah, you already opened with that. Yeah. I was like, don't do that. We already opened. So I'm glad you went to the Bert because that is a great, great line. Oh my god, um, great line. So, John, as you know, I like to rate these movies by my favorite mustaches, yes. and I will go through it with you. If you really love this movie, you'd give it the full Fu Manchu recommendation. If you like a good, good amount, it's the walrus mustache. If it's eh, it's the horseshoe mustache. And if you want this movie to burn in hell, which I doubt you do, no. but it is the Hitler mustache, what would you give this movie? This is my full Fu Manchu mustache. Oh, It, okay. it is just one of those, right. again... It's weird because I rarely like non-horror movies this much, but because the comedy was so good, the the idea of it was really good. Kind of yeah. like a pre, kind of like um, like Bird Box and the other ripoff movie like that. Yeah, you know where it, it depends on the senses like that for these creatures. You know, I, it was just really well done. I've always loved, and most importantly, it's a fast movie like all horror movies should be. Yeah, thank you. Goes by like a breeze. Yeah. I completely agree. I give this the full Fu Manchu recommendation. I like it's one of those weird quote unquote scary comedy movies. Like it pretty much almost all takes place during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of crazy. Like if you think about it, like there's little bits at night, but for the most part, the action happens during the, the day. day. And as you rarely see movies like that with a monster movie. Yeah. That it's out in the middle of the day. Yeah. It, it's really neat how they did that. I really like that. I like the feeling of the isolation, yeah. the feeling of that they can't get out of there. They're, they're pretty much having to just go hand in hand and help each other out. I like all that stuff. You know, I like that all their personalities are different. They, they do fight amongst yeah. each other like, you know, normal people would. And, and by the way, a nice touch, too, is that they definitely took from the alien trope of like, you know, one of the things whenever you watch one, like, why don't they just get out? Well, like an alien, there's nowhere to go. No. And they did that really well. And it's like they got nowhere to go. Yeah. Like they're stuck. Yeah, because I think they even mentioned like they can't even get through the radio lines because yeah. the mountains the block mountains the signal. Block the signal. Like it so, is yeah. so neat. Um, and of course, it's. There's no cell phones at yeah. this point. They just got walkie-talkies and those... Um, uh, the CD radios. Yeah, CD, the CD radios. radios, yeah. I was going to call it a hamburger radio. God dang it, boy. What's, yeah, it, what's that thing? There's a, uh, the, Technically, they do call it... Not, it's not thing. hamburger, it's though. Not, no. <laughs> Hold no. on. And if it was, I would have already eaten one. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But it's something like that. I know what you're talking about, though. But yeah, for me, it's just a CB radio. Although I did just, I uh, I did just look up hamburger radio, and they are ha there are real hamburger, hamburger radios, radios out yes. there. Oh, it looks good too. It's got yeah, a little cheese you. in it, a little I bacon. What? Jeez, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> don't take me much for that. Ah. Oh my god! All right, man. Um, well, thank you so much yes, for joining oh, the show. Thank you for having me again. Always appreciate that. It's always a lot of fun. <laughs> and um, yeah, y'all just keep a lookout. I am. Um, I'm not sure when this is coming out. It's uh, pretty soon, but I'm going to have an episode on the bloody bits that will probably be out by this point. Uh, we covered Frontiers from 2007. It's a French movie, you need to French see it horror. If you haven't seen it, see it. See it. It will be worth it. It's a uh, kind of a French, the French version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. And, and don't worry about crazy. it. If you don't understand them or even you hate subtitles, you won't need to know what the heck they're talking about. It. It will just take care of itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you don't like to read, I think it, I think the um, 
I think it does come with an English you dub. You can have an English dub on yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm but not one to do that. Yeah, but to me, I don't do it. But honestly, it's unnecessary either way. Yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah, so, it's a crazy movie. I'm also going to be on the grind bin, um, and that will probably be out as well by the time this comes out. But just take a look back, and you'll be able to find the episode. I think we're doing a movie called The Disorderlies. I could be wrong. But um, that's going to be happening as well in September. So just keep an eye out for that, and I'll keep you all posted on any other shows. Oh, I will also, I'm also going to be regularly on the Kendra Crump show. Um, she tends to release those, I think, on every Saturday. I'm not going to always be on, but I'm going to be kind of on there frequent, oh, good, frequently. Good, good. It's just a panel panel of different characters of, of uh, Kendra's friend. Kendra's hilarious. She's been on the show before. She did Bare Knuckles. Super funny. And you should follow her on Instagram. I I, I don't I don't have I can't remember. It's probably the Kendra Crump show or something like that. But it's hilarious. She works at the airport and she nice. puts all these little videos from yeah. the airport. Hilarious. So yeah, so I'm on that show every Friday. Look up Kendra Crump show um, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, and you can check me out on there as well. So, dude. Thank you hey, so much thank you for, for taking and part. Hope we get to do this again soon. Always love doing this. Yeah, and in person, by the yes, way. Yes, in person for the first time. Not Great. bad. All right, I'll check you out later. Bye.